a fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Fresh Word with Reverend Today Amosu. Jesus' death offered us two things. Number one, destroying the devil and second, delivering us. So, we have the oppressor and the victim. Jesus didn't only snatch the victim and walk away. He didn't only just bash the oppressor. He did both together. He bashed the oppressor and released the victim by his death. So, you see, when Christ was going around casting out devil, that was not as big as this. When he was casting out demons, those were Satan's messenger. But he had to find time to deal with the evil master himself. On the Mount of Temptation, that's just an initial registration for fight. So what happened? Temptation was Jesus face to face with the devil. In fact, Jesus was using that victory before he started having it. That's why he had to go to the cross. He had already used the part of the money. Jesus was healing people because he would bear their sickness on the cross. I mean, if you're already borrowing a salary, you have to keep going to work to the end of the month. <laughs> That's why when Jesus said to the Father, Father, can we change? God said, we have been spending the deposit. <laughs> we can't withdraw now. I mean, if you have not been spending the money, that would be okay, but we have spent the money. But our business, the God of the universe, a debtor. So you have to pay. That is Matthew verse 19. So we are going to look at what Jesus did to the devil. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked comes and snatch away. You take things away from you as a Christian when you don't understand it. So let's understand what Christ did today. Hebrews 2 verse 14. Let's go back there. Hebrews 2 verse 14. Jesus risked his own life, left heaven, took on flesh and blood, became vulnerable. Bible said he was in the form of God. Didn't count it robbery. Let's talk about that for a few minutes. Let's go to Philippians 2 verse 5. If you're going to really be free from the devil, this is how to see it. Philippians 2 verse 5. Let this mind be in you. See, that mind was in Christ. This mind of your victory. Let it also be also that was in Christ Jesus. Look at this verse. Though he was in the form of God, Jesus was God in heaven. He was being worshipped. The Father, the Son, and the Spirit did not consider robbery to be equal. He was equal with God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Next verse. But what did he do? But made himself of no reputation. You see, with all that gallery of array of bowing down to him, out of his own volition with his father's choice, he determined to remove all that glory and lay it aside. And he took a form of a slave and he came as a man. Can you imagine God of the universe became a baby inside a woman's womb and a fetus and was born here and was born vulnerable. And they had to carry him to Egypt because one king wanted to kill him. Why did he risk all that? You see the reason why now. And he came in the likeness of men. Look at this verse. Look at this verse. And being found in appearance as a man, after becoming a man, he did something else. He humbled himself again and became obedient to where? 
to the point of death. Even the what? Remember, our trouble came from a tree. And our answer is from a tree too. See, that's just logical. It was disobedience going to the tree. But he, in reverse, went to the tree in obedience. So it cancelled it. So when we talk about the tree of knowledge of good and evil, we have the tree of Calvary to counteract it. So he became obedient to the point of death. He took that death upon himself. Why? Why did he die? See, why he was alive as a human being, flesh and blood, he could not engage the devil in that arena more. He could deal with evil spirits. Of course, he met him once. Or but now, how could he do this work well? He had to do it in the spirit. That's why he had to die and divest himself of that flesh and blood he received so that he could meet the devil. See, they never told you this. Christ died for three days and three nights. Am I right? And he rose again. Someone said, okay, when he died, where did he go to? Oh, he went to heaven. No, I don't think so. You know why? After three days, he rose up and he saw Mary Magdalene. And Mary said, oh, he said, don't hold me. I have not yet ascended to my father and your father and to my God. So he didn't go to heaven. Where did he go? He went to the very headquarter of the devil. He was taken down as a criminal representing all of us. He never committed crime. But before he died, the father shifted all our sins, all our iniquities, and he took it and put it upon him in such a way so identified with us that the father turned away his face. And he's, oh my God, my God, why? You couldn't call him father anymore. He's become all of us. So we could become like him today. So he took that on himself and now as a criminal, as a victim, sacrifice of our sin, he was dragged down to hell. But devil never knew the father was using this to pay for us. Like ransom you pay, you take the ransom there and lay it down before them so you can have that person you want to have back. So let's go back to Hebrews 2 verse 14 again. And as much then as we children are partaker of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same. That's the reason why. That through death he might knock him out who had the power of death. That is the devil. So the devil, Jesus destroyed. Now, that destruction, we must understand it. That he might destroy him. So through Jesus' death, that three days and three nights, he did something to the devil that destroyed him. But we need to understand that destruction. The second thing he did, verse 15, and delivered them. So two things happened on the cross by his death and going to the cross and dying on the cross and going down to hell for us. His death brought to the devil destruction and to us deliverance. You got that now? His death brought what? To the devil destruction. He destroyed the devil's power by that. And second, he delivered us. So our real deliverance took place that day. He delivered them who through what? Fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So we know now that he did certain work on the devil. But the devil had certain things that he used against us. Take a look at this. Verse 14. 
that through death he might destroy him who had the power, see that word, the power of death. Now next verse, the fear of death. So the power of the devil is part of fear. See, every time it could make us afraid, it's gotten us. Now, what is fear? Let's explain it. Actually, if you want to understand fear, fear is a lack of a presence. Let me show it to you. Fear is simply about you are naked, you are alone. See, you are going to exam all. You are afraid because you are alone, man. Eh? You are not ready enough. I'm afraid, remember how you tackle fear when you're very small. You are very smart at that time to tackle fear. When you are about to go to your room, it's dark. What do you do? You bounce back. Mom, 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 I'm not going now. I'm not going. No, I'm not going. I'm not going. Dad said, there's something there. Dad said, there's something there. And then dad will say, let's go. And then you hide behind your dad. Dad moves in. Let him move first. Then you enter, put on the light. See, I told you there's nothing here. There's something there. But there's nothing there. Dad will say, lie on your bed and sleep. And then you lie on your bed. Dad will put up the light. I don't put up the light. Anybody there? <laughs> light on. You got it? I said, I said, fear not, for I am with you. The devil is telling you, you are alone. You can't handle this alone. You can't face this alone. Every time you get afraid and you get depressed, it's because you are alone and that's what you see in your imagination. You see, we are afraid of death, that one day we are going to die. They're going to carry us, put us in a coffin. And then when we put us in a coffin, they look around us, our face will turn black. And, and then they carry us out and take us to somewhere. But then, when you know, though I walk through the Pharaoh, sad, sad of death, that means I'm going to go through death with him. And he's waiting for me on the other side. Come on, clap your hands for Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's why, see, see, to a Christian, death is not death. It's a depart to go and be with Christ, which is far better. There's no fear anymore there. It's there. Praise God, somebody. How are we sure it's there? Because himself died and he went through death and he turned into a doorway and he came back here. Praise God, somebody. Nobody ever went through death and came back. But he went and came back. Not as a ghost, but as alive and well, flesh and bone. Praise God, somebody. You got that? The release is that when Jesus went to the cross, he actually defeated the devil. And then second, he also delivered us. That's why we say, you overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb. You see, blood stands for life. So when we say the blood of Jesus, we are saying, the devil have overcome you by Jesus going to the cross and you are finished. And the reward is that his death has released me. How do you apply all this in your life, in your day-to-day activity when the devil is at work? Now, we know he has gone to the cross, but that's 2,000 years ago, right? But can I surprise you? All you are start from your past. You are not here today if you are not being. You never have money here today if you never had money come to your account before. So let's talk about that. How do you apply this? He destroyed the devil. He delivered us. But why are we still here? And these things are still messing up with us. John 3. Look at verse 13. Jesus gave us a very good example. No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is, son of man who is in heaven. Now look at next verse, everybody. That's where I'm going. And as Moses lifted up what? The serpent in the wilderness. See, 
is death the cross? Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. So there is a comparison for our victory in Jesus. You want to show us now how to do it. See, amazingly, what did Moses lift up in the wilderness? Serpent? Is that Jesus? But that's what he said. See, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, he was comparing Jesus to serpent. Jesus himself. Why? Look at next verse. What's the gist? That whoever believes in him should not perish, that's under the devil's destruction, but have what? Now, the Lord said, how did Moses lift up the serpent in the wilderness? That clarified everything for us. Let's go to Numbers 21, verse 4. Then they journeyed from Mount Or, that's Israelite, by the way of the Red Sea, to go around the land of Edom. Now follow now. And the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way. That sounds like us, have So what happened next? And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of you to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water and I so loathe this worthless bread called manna. So the Lord allowed fairy poisonous serpent among the people. God just let them come. They were all over the wilderness before. Cut them off. So their disobedience invited what? Serpent. And these serpents were biting the people. And many people. How many of you know that the picture of the devil is serpent? How many of you agree with me on that? Obviously the old serpent, the devil, the great dragon, remember? Okay, so they were dying. They were being bitten. Poisonous snake. Look at next verse. Therefore, the people came to Moses, practical now, how to apply the cross, and said, we have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he take away the serpent from us. So, we think that if Jesus actually destroyed the devil, so I've taken him away from the earth, am I right? So, what their prayer? Lord, they are biting us. Take away from us snakes. So Moses prayed for the people. What did God do? Look at next verse. Everybody, look at next verse. The Lord said to Moses, I'm not taking away the serpent, but I want to destroy it like I would do to the devil on the cross. Make a fiery serpent, a bronze serpent. Now, when you make a bronze serpent, is it alive? It's dead. Thank you. And set it on a pole. So, Snakes that were living, were moving around, biting people. And Moses went inside, called the blacksmith or whatever. Beat, 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 beat. They made snake. People are still dying. Make snake, make, make snake. And then he put the rod and put the snake on it. And it shall be that everyone who is beaten, when he looks at it, shall live. Now wait. The real snakes are on the floor, biting and naming and destroying. You agree with me? And when he bites you, you're through. Then God said, I'm going to put a dead snake on the cross or on the pole. When you shift your eyes away from the living snakes biting you, when you have a bite, you know you are going to die anyway. So you'll be looking down. He said, take your, your eyes away from what you see on the ground. Yeah, you can feel that pain going through you. You can feel that thing going through your vein. Get your eyes away from that. Get your eyes on that dead serpent. Now, when you put your eyes on the dead serpent on the cross, it will terminate the poison of the living serpent that bites you. 
Now, it's confusing. If the snake is dead, why are they still alive on the ground? Why are they still biting? Why is he giving poison? Oh, yes, you say, Pastor, if God defeated the devil, why the devil is still walking? Thank you. You have to look at the dead snake on the cross. We said again, Jesus defeated the devil on the cross. That's if you look there. But if you look everywhere else, the devil is running rampage and killing and maiming and destroying. Now, it's now your choice. Are you going to believe the devil has been destroyed or the devil is still walking and maiming and killing? Of course it's walking. Of course it's maiming. Of course it's destroying. But you have to shift your eyes away so you won't have personal damage. You want to be free, am I right? And the only way to be free is to consider the dead snake on that pole and forget the living snakes on the floor. So if you are going to have beauty today, you have to stop looking at what the devil is doing around us.